0: Purchase necessary. Prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It is halftime. Reminder that Auction Federal Credit Union will be sponsoring the Player Profiles this season once again. Auction Federal Credit Union Player Profile is brought to you by Auction Federal Credit Union with offices in Norway and Mexico. Right now, we continue with a couple of player profiles. Well, a couple of profiles. I don't know what what well, profiles they are. Yeah, they're definitely not players. One's retired from that, though. <laughs> it's Michael Hoffer from the Forecaster and Criminal College Profiles. In Is that what you said? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> whole other sort of profile, my friend. How are you guys? Great. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. better. What are you? Okay, Oaks, oh, so I'm going to ask you this first. You and warned then, me. And then and I'll I don't I'll,
1: even know what you warned me about. So this any be
2: good. Then I'll ask I'll ask Michael for it. All right. The last two years when Oxford Hills has come down here to play Shepres, okay it has not gone well. No. It has not been pretty. It has not been something that you probably wanted to bring children to just because yeah. it was a totally different sort unfortunate of all the wax. circumstance. I feel like this Oxford Hills team that's out here today is playing at a... Just so many levels further than the last two teams have played that have come down here to play Cheverus. Okay. Am I
1: right on that? Three things: one, Oxford Hills is better than they have been, or at least as they're where they were last year in terms of overall talent and chance to do something in this league. Two, Cheverus is not quite where they've been. I think that's apparent from watching the first half. And three, Oxford Hills—it's—it's it's a mixed bag because they're so physical defensively. I mean, other you know. They, Baker has gotten free three times, obviously, but uh, they've, they've been winning the battles up front, and then when they go to play power football offensively, they can't, which I can't quite figure out, but uh, they're they're right in this. They're If you're on that sideline like I am, they I think they feel like they have a chance to, to do something here in the second half and maybe steal one. Seems yeah. like a little bit of an attitude change, Michael.
0: Well, you know, I, I don't see Oxford Hills any much uh, as often as you guys, obviously, but, I, you know, I'm impressed. Take away a couple long runs, and this is pretty much an even game. And you can just see it, the, their body language. They, I think they feel like they belong. Uh, they're not uh, overwhelmed. A lot of teams come here and the game's over by the time they get off the bus because I think they're intimidated. But I, I don't get that feeling from the Vikings. You know, they've, uh, they've been able to counterpunch pretty well here today. So mm-hmm. A difference I
1: see, too, is, you know, in the past, Chevris has had that home run threat. And obviously they still have some guys. Jake Spinhern is the best back on the field today. Uh, uh-huh. That's the difference, I think, for yeah. a Hills. They
2: just feel like they have a puncher's chance because of him. Also, it's not often that you have a drive stop at the one on
0: a completed pass. Dr. found a way today. I mean, that a uh, Josh McDaniel's thing run the, in front of the sticks. After getting so. getting backed up from the 3 to the 11, <laughs> oh, that's man, yeah, what, I, what I was saying really about power frustrating. Football. This yeah. this could
1: be easily a 28-21, 28-28 game Yeah, and, uh, it's uh it's going Chevrolet's way and you got to feel some of that mystique and you know, being here at home where they're comfortable on a Saturday afternoon and uh, that plays into that. But, but yeah, I, I've got nothing of good things to say about Oxford Hills to this point.
2: Michael, I'm going to talk with you in just a minute about some of the stuff you saw last night. Cal, I want to talk to you about the Edward Little team that seems to never play well against Bangor at Edward Little, but well, for some reason goes up to Bangor and acts like an entirely different team. I like Oxford not Hills. Win. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's
1: You know, that used to be. I don't, I don't think Cameron Stadium has that mystique while we're talking about <laughs> that anymore. It just doesn't. And I don't think Bangor does. I think when it was ni- even when it was 19-7, to and, you know, it's funny. You go to these training camps in the summer, and the coaches say the same things, the players say the same things, and sometimes you go, okay, yeah, right. I've seen this movie before. But all I heard about was 7-on-7 seven seven and how they they were the cardiac kids. They came from behind down in Massachusetts. They came from behind down at Thornton. They won games in the last minute. And I said, okay, let's see how that translates to the regular season. They did exactly that last thing. Could have gotten down. It could have been, you know, same old that we little after the play that was whistled dead in the last minute that uh, C.J. Gibson had the apparent winning touchdown, but then they went right back up top went to Drew Ashua and picked up, I don't know, the biggest win in, you know, seven, eight years at least. since so eight. when they reached the uh, regional final and lost to Skowhegan, that's the last year where they were really this relevant.
0: Michael, where were you last time? I was at Portland Scarborough, which, and it's which was s- quite a game. It was a shootout. I mean, it wasn't as uh, pass-oriented. Well, I guess in a sense it was. You had one team that threw a lot in Scarborough, Portland Made a few big plays on defense, had a huge kickoff return for a game-turning score, and that one was 47-26. We're kind of on pace for a similar score here. Uh, Portland did a lot of good things, and, you know, you look at the Northern Division now, now that uh, Wyndham is hampered with the the injury to Dylan Koza, which uh, certainly changes the complexion of things. I think Portland's got to feel like they're right there. If they didn't anyway, I think they did. Um, So that does open things up. It's going to make things very interesting. And I think Scarborough is still a dangerous team. They drove into Portland territory a few times, couldn't come up with any points, and then they took some ill-timed penalties. Uh, really badly timed penalties that uh, prevented them from coming back in the second half so I think we're gonna we're still going to hear a little bit from them as the season goes on that's a, a very effective pass offense that Lance Johnson runs down there
2: absolutely no it was uh it, there was all sorts of fun stuff happening in that night of course we were at Wyndham Lewiston and you know literally Coza scores the touchdown and he, he tries to hop up after scoring the second touchdown they're like no no, get down get wow. down wow and it, they stopped the game for about 20 minutes to get him off with of that yeah, broken leg and that's that's, just, that's a tough break for, sure for Wyndham I, Especially I, when you're trying to, you know, people have already preseasonally said, yeah, it's going to be Wyndham and Thornton right. again, we'll see you later. And yeah, it never really seems changes. to be that easy when people I, think I that. still think, no. though,
1: from based on what I've seen today... Wyndham is the favorite in that division. Yeah, uh, you know, even without they maybe not as overwhelmingly. In. In. No, and I think it, it may be better news for Thornton long term yeah. than for everybody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. But uh, <laughs> uh, up in my neck of the woods, uh, Levitt speaking of injuries lost three starters last night. Still managed to hold off Westbrook after they came back from a halftime deficit and. Uh, I, I saw Class D at its finest last night, and I'm, don't, don't sleep on Class D South. There are five, six good teams there. It is going to be the year of the quarterback, for one thing, up that way. It's just some experience at that position, and it's going to make those offenses and those teams very dangerous.
2: Any Anything surprise you in your division last night in your, in your area, Michael?
0: Uh, well, I think South Portland going to Bonnie Eagle, and not that they won there because it's happened before, but Bonnie Eagle was up 14-0. That game was totally in hand. In fact, it was 14-6 late, and South Portland turned that game around by forcing a fun- returning it for a score, and they got the ball back one more time and drove for a late a touchdown. So that's a huge confidence booster for, I think, a South Portland team that really isn't at the top of people's radar down in that division. I think everyone, obviously, for good reason, sees Thornton Academy as the big favorite. Uh, but, you know, the, there was a lot of buzz about Scarborough and a little bit about Bonnie Eagle and maybe even a little bit about Deering. I mean, there's a lot of excitement about Deering this year. So you can't overlook South Portland, though. This is a proud program that's been to the playoffs several years running, and they want to get past the quarterfinals this year and keep it going. Can we give a shout-out to Greater Gloucester? Oh, yes. We're running first game yeah, since 2012, season. and... and at Hosmer, oh, yeah. or
1: Chet Bulger Field at Hosmer Stadium, or whatever they call it up there in Mountain <laughs> Valley. That used—it's not what it used to be. Obviously, speaking of uh, programs that have taken a, a step back a little bit, but big play after big play after big play, and a 44 to 37 yeah. shootout up in Rumford. Also, a big Go shout Patriots. out
2: to uh, Jim Harson's Derek Cougars last night, doing <laughs> what they were supposed to do against yeah, all They—they took care of business. I, I had them number five in that league and
1: I still think maybe four at the highest. There's just so many good teams, but wow, you got to put them in the mix as well, even without Ty Frost.
2: So. Poland-Freeport last night, too. Poland got a, off to a good start against That's what they did Freeport. last
1: year, though. I mean, I, I think Poland, you got to wait and see when they play Cape, when they play Wells. They play Cape next week down there. Uh, I think it's down there, and it'll be a, a big test
2: for them. Michael, you have a ton of teams in your area that cross over this year. We see a lot of the Cape Elizabeth.
0: There was just a lot of stuff on my schedule this year. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm man. Yeah, yeah, to see Michael this year. Are <laughs> you interested in this
2: whole new thing yet? It's, like, I'm I'm
0: getting... I have a feeling I'm in a little more trouble with basketball, to be honest, with the whole extra <laughs> class and the moving of the tournament and all that stuff. So this, this isn't too bad. But, you know, one of the things that I'm really intrigued by this year is, is the Southern Class B, and you've got uh, so many great teams. I mean, obviously, you've got Levitt that's now in Class B. Uh, you've got Marshwood that's now in, a, you know, the defending champs. So you got Falmouth the way they played last Holy night. Holy uh, cow. Very. Uh, might, one of the most, most yeah, impressive wins of the night last night where they blanked York and avenged last year's playoff ouster. So, uh, you know, a lot of teams, uh, North and South, in Class B, I think that might be the uh, the deepest and most intriguing class of them all. I think you're going to have to look for a team like Noble, Dr- Dropping down, that's yep. been slowly
1: building. Even though it's been hard to see the progress in Class right. A, oh, and yeah. be a factor too. And you know, five or six teams again, and uh, Levis not. Levis doesn't have any, you know, lower tier Class C teams on his schedule with that schedule anymore. They, they didn't. Uh, they didn't give them any of the bottom feeders
2: in B <laughs> for the most part. So it's going to be tough for them. It is Michael Hoffer from the forecast. You can read his stuff at theforecaster.net. Cal Oaks from the Sun Journal. You can read his stuff online at sunjournal.com. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Oh, it's good Sarah. to see you. We should, we should do this again this year. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'll, I'll, be back. We'll I'll see you in a couple of weeks. We will. We'll yeah, see you in a couple of weeks. weeks. <laughs> there'll be a, a meeting of the minds. Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. As for. it were. Mindless. You guys, <laughs> one combined mind. You guys can, like, borrow it. A sure. beautiful mind. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have more coming up. It's Oxford Hills football. It's halftime here on OXO. A reminder the Oxford Federal Credit Union player profile spot brought to you by Oxford Federal Credit Union with offices in Norway and Mexico.